Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Hello. Welcome Recorded to All Verse Thursdays. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to All Verse Thursdays. This is your host, Mark Christmas, a.k.a. Mark For Real. You can follow me at Twitter or Instagram. You can find me at M-A-R-C, the number 4-R-L, at Mark For Real. Welcome to All Verse Thursdays, y'all. I'm so glad tonight. Welcome to... Uh, uh, we're going to talk about feelings tonight. You know, I know some folks out there, there's a phrase, there's a song, feel some type of way. And we notice that, you know, we hear all sorts of words around feelings, you know, folks catching feelings and this and that. And so uh, we're looking to have a really exciting show tonight. We've got poets calling in from all over the country. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to also say that I'm really excited tonight about our co-host. Tonight we have with us a special host, uh, live from Atlanta, Georgia. We're going to bring him in in just a minute. Uh, but live from Atlanta, Georgia, y'all, it's sure to be a treat. It is sure to be a treat tonight. Um, and before we start our show, you know, I'd like to uh, to start us off in this way. And, you know, the, the topic is feeling. We call it you feel some type of way. And uh, we'll start with this. I know you know. I know you know. Lord, I know you know my heart. But everybody else doesn't always see that part. I know you can read my mind, but to others, my thoughts are blind. I know you know what I mean, meant to my dismay. The words come out so quick, but that's not what I really intended to say. I'm sorry, I apologize, I really messed up this time. I didn't mean to do it. I didn't want it to happen that way. I'm better than I was before, but still, I'm not perfect today. So the question is, is it fire? You know, we're talking about feelings. And we say fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but the Lord tests the heart. And so what we do know is that feelings, y'all, are an ability to feel is a gift from God. And I'll talk a little bit about uh, why I say that when we get into the story of feelings and what that means. But before we jump into that, I want to start off with a prayer. Say, Lord, I pray that you help me align my actions with my intentions. I keep getting the same results. People are upset. I hurt their feelings. I was brash. I was inconsiderate and so forth. I don't mean to come off this way, but sometimes I do. God, please help me to do better and to be better. Show me myself from the outside in. Teach me how to let the God in me be seen first and allow the me in me to take a back seat. In other words, Lord, heal my pride. I want others that encounter me to be blessed, not to be messed, nor their life to, by me to be stressed. In your name I pray, let it be. Amen, and so it is. Welcome again to All Birds Thursdays. This is your host, Mark. Christmas, a.k.a. Mark For Real. We're talking about feelings tonight. You feel some type of way. And I want to bring into the, into the show a young brother. He's out of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, he's originally from Baltimore, but now he lives in Atlanta. 
Uh, he's frequently at the show plenty of times. He's a family member. Uh, and Milk, Marshall, a.k.a. Milk, uh, also known as Marshall Collins. Milk, you with us? Yes, I am. How you doing, man? Fantastic, man. So glad to have you on the show tonight. I'm glad to be on. Awesome, awesome. So, you know, Milk, I know some of our folks, we got some regulars that know who you are, but there's there's some new folks that call in every week. And so uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, you know I, I could go on, you know, and, and people like to describe themselves. What I would say is that uh, you're a brother who uh, who has a, a gift with words. Uh, you've been doing poetry for quite some time, but I think you just started doing it doing it publicly just recently, right? Yes, that's correct. Right. How I'm long doing... have you been writing poetry? I've been writing poetry since I was in middle school, okay. but I never shared it until like recently. You never shared it until recently. Well, yes. And why didn't you share it? I'm I'm curious. Honestly, I didn't look at it as uh, a talent. I just wrote and just stored it. I wrote and stored it. And I shared it with my, my inner circle. And uh, I used to share it in class. And when it was time for me to, sh- you know, share my stories in class, well, it was stories at the time. When it was time for me to share my stories in class, everybody would tell everybody else, like, be quiet, be quiet. Let's hear what he got to say. But I never knew that that was a talent of mine. I just looked at it as it was just something fun to do. So you were a storyteller in a sense? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, so, well, when did you start performing uh, poetry? Because we've got some folks, and let me tell you this, we've got all sorts of folks to call in. We've got some established artists that are nationally renowned and world-renowned. We have some folks who have never performed in their life, but they like to write poetry. And so we get all, all sorts of folks. And so uh, you, you never know who's listening or who will hit the show. And so I'd like you to, you know, talk a little bit about um, what were you, you know, because the topic is feelings, right? And so there was some kind of feeling that you were encountering because you've been writing, but you never shared. And talk about what that feeling was. And then talk about why you went ahead and did decide to share and what the feeling was that came along with that. Well, the reason I, I never shared it, honestly, because I, I, did, I didn't look at it as a talent. I just looked at it as, you know, I'm just writing. And what made me feel, what made me want to start sharing it is my friends just kept, all of my friends in my inner circle would just kept saying, man, you've got to share your, you got to share your poetry. You have to share, man. What are you doing with it? And then when, you know, when my friends would ask other people like, hey, man, you need to hear my, you know, you need to hear my homeboy say something. And then I would do a poem and people, you know, the, the facial expressions, people would look like, man, what are you doing? Where are you going to be at? You know, I want to follow you. And I just felt like I was, God gave me a gift. And I just felt like I was wasting it. So Ooh. I just started getting on stage. And I can't, you know, I feel like God give all of us gifts, but some of us are just lucky enough to know what it is. And I Ooh. felt like once I recognized my talent, I realized that I need to start getting on stage and share my talent with the world. But the other thing was I'm more conscious than the, the you know, the, the, but the poetry that I spit. My other, my other, uh, my other thing was this. I asked God, like, listen, if what I'm saying going to do more harm than good, don't even let me be successful at it all. Because mm. I don't want to stare nobody in the wrong way. Balfour is the stuff I lived when I was younger and my circle of friends lived when we was younger. Awesome, awesome. Well, you know, that I think that's a perfect setup. I know you have some, some forms for us, brother. Uh, and so, you know, without me talking anymore, why don't you go ahead and share a piece with the audience? And when you finish, so this is what our audience know. And the format of the show is when you say your poem, when you finish it, you say that's that piece, and that way we'll know that you're finished. So go ahead and share that piece with us, you know. 
Niggas yelling red tops, black tops, while the cops ride through the block nonstop. Junkies in line trying to cop dope, coke, and rock, saying, boo, what you got? Niggas 15 deep popping willies up the block. Hustlers pissed because the block is hot. They kissing ass to pump gas. If you're not a meek-minded person, they can't get you. They say, well, bless you, brother, and hit you with a scripture. The old head junkies look silly talking about he's a big, big willy. Having signs rob you blind with a will work for food sign. And even some of the kids look needy because if you stop at the light, they're hitting your windows with squeegees. Half the city infected with death. The other half refused to take the age test. But babies still having babies. That's insane having nothing to install inside a baby brain. You want to know why T.O. kids scared of vacuum noises? Ask his mother because she's the walking graveyard for past abortions. That's that piece. Okay, okay. So you know, uh, I I really enjoy your poetry, uh, brother Milk. You know, you go by Marshall or go by Milk. Tell, tell I go by Milk. Only only right. time I go by Marshall from at work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> tell, you know, I'm going to encourage you to go ahead and share these these poems uh, that you some of the stuff you spend tonight on on Allverse. And let me tell folks, well, Allverse is a Facebook group, right? And you can find it at www.facebook.com slash group, slash Allbirds. And it's an open group. Uh, which we've got a couple thousand members plus. And really the purpose is to uplift and promote the universe. And what we wanted to do is uh, really create a place where people can go and share uplifting content. And it doesn't matter what it is. If it's a poem, if it's a, it's a quote from somebody else, it's a picture, it's a song, a video, it doesn't matter what it is. There's only one rule. It's to promote love. And so I want to encourage all the poets that we're here tonight, uh, as well as yourself, to please make it your home, just like you made this radio show your home, and, and share your work, because we want folks uh, to, to get the message and, and hear you and, and know about you. Now, tell people if they do want to look, look you up, like, how can they find you, Milk? Uh, you can look me up on Facebook. Uh, you Just do a search under Milk, or you can look up Marshall Collins, M-A-R-S-H-A-L, last name C-U-L-L-I-N-S. But if you connect to Allverse Radio for FAR's Facebook page, you can find me through there by just typing in milk. Awesome, awesome. Well, welcome to the show again. Welcome to the show. Uh, you know, I, here's what I'm feeling. We got a we got a few calls already holding on, man. We got a few calls already. I see you, Maryland. I see you, California. We got a couple folks calling from New York, uh, upstate New York as well. So we're going get, to get right to y'all. But uh, here's what I want to do before we jump to them. Here's what I want to do before we jump to them. Look, you got one more poem? Oh, most definitely. Let's let's go in and give them. Let's go in and give them one more. I'm feeling some type of way right now. Right now, I'm feeling really generous as the host. All right, let's, and so let's, let's go ahead and give them something else. All right, let's. This, this is called, the first one. The one I just let you hear. That's called B more. This one right here is called Player at Sixteen. Okay. Player what, at what was 16. the first? What was the first one called? It's called B more. B more. We got folks in the chat room. There's it's giving you a shout out. Yesterday, by he body diverse. Way to go! Thank you for your feedback. But so, B more was the first one, and then what's this one called? This one called Player at Sixteen. Player at Sixteen. Come on, Player at Sixteen. Listening to everything you're saying, becoming the man that you want me to be. <laughs> I don't know you, and you really don't know me. You're trying to make me wait for weeks, so you want to portray the image of what society call a freak. I'm gonna fuck other people and just wait for weeks. 
Just want your body, not your heart, soul, and mind. I'm stuck fucking so many people seem like waiting for you two years isn't a long time. It's time to meet your mom. She's calling me sound like I'm the only one. <laughs> your daughter's a player and I see where she gets it from. You're wasting my time on watching TV. When you really know you want to give me some pussy, act like you sleep, waking up when I have your pants to panties to your feet, telling me stop because it's your hot spot. But it's funny how you turn around so I can get your pants all the way down. You turn around with that half-sleepy sexual grin like, Mel, what you doing? I'm like, come on, baby, let me just put the head in. You could put the head in, but don't tell your friends. What type of man you think I am? As soon as I go outside, hey, yo, smell my hand. That's that piece. <laughs> okay. At 16, <laughs> y'all. At 16, yeah. yeah I, man, thank goodness we grow. Right? Thank yeah, most goodness definitely, we grow. Man. Thank goodness we grow. You know, Milk, I appreciate that piece, man. I appreciate the authenticity, man. And uh, I'll tell you, folks, y'all in for a treat tonight. We got a, we got a number of poets online. And uh, just to let y'all know, uh, this is Mark Christmas, a.k.a. Mark Thrill. Welcome to All Burst Thursday. This is the number one show on POET Radio. I'm just going to go ahead and step out and claim it. I don't have no data that supports it other than the feedback we get. That this is hot. We've got people from all over the world that are following us, that are listening to our recordings. Uh, we've had some artists that have been on here featured as a featured artist uh, that have been asked to be interviewed by magazines. Uh, we've got folks that are out, you know, stepping up and, and joining the causes with uh, with uh, nonprofit organizations and really carrying the torch and using their gifts. Uh, we had a young lady, I think she's on on with us as well tonight, uh, that was asked to speak at a Black Lives Matter conference who debuted a poem. So you never know what you're going to hear here on All Burst, but you can. Count on two things. You're going to hear some hot verses, and you're going to hear some stimulating and inspiring conversation. So, Milk, thanks for being with me tonight. I'm going to go ahead and give them a piece, and then we're going to jump to our audience, right? And so since the topic is feelings, you know, I think about times. Uh, you know, I've been in a relationship or two in my lifetime, man, and, and sometimes the feelings get to going and those words get to flying. You know, can you relate to that? When the words get to flying? Most definitely, man. <laughs> right. So this piece is called I Wish. Right, I wish, I I wish I knew the words to say to comfort you in a special way. I I wish you could see my heart, know the love that it wants to impart. I wish you believed the truth. I love you, even when I act aloof. I wish it was a different day, and I apologize. I didn't have to say. I wish time could rewind. Take back my being unkind. I wish it didn't happen like that, that the past wasn't a fact. I wish the situation I could change, my words and actions I could rearrange. I wish you really believed your feelings won't be deceived. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish it didn't happen like this. That's that piece, y'all. Uh, so we're going to open up the lines. Milk, are you with me tonight? You ready to open up the lines? Okay. I'm here, Mark. I'm ready. Okay. We got, so we're going to open up the lines. We've got a few people calling in. I've got, uh, I'm going to open up. We, uh, this, I think this is uh, it's the phone. So for y'all that's, that's calling in, it shows me the state that's associated with your area code. So I see East Maryland. I see California. I see Northwest New York. I see New York City, just to name a couple. Well, I'm going to start off and open up the lines for Eastern Maryland. Eastern Maryland, you here? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, awesome, awesome. Welcome to the show tonight. Who no do we problem, have man. Who do this we is have Jay. On? This is James Watson, a.k.a. Poetry in Motion. 
Poetry in Motion. Okay. I like that name, boy. You got us moving. So, Eastern Maryland, you go by Poetry in Motion. Thanks and welcome to the show tonight. You no got problem. a piece for us? Yeah, sure do, man. Okay, so do, so just check us out. Just you know, jump into the piece. When you finish the piece, just say that's that piece. All right? Uh, all right. Okay. The title, the title of this poem is called Rose, which stands for Respect Our Sister's Emotion. I believe when our sisters feel a certain way, it's for a reason. See, their emotions change at the coming of a new season. Even if we thought we knew everything about our sister's mind, there's still some things they keep from us that make it so hard for us to find. All we want is someone that will listen and understand. But it's like we're never there to give them that helping hand. How can a man complain when really our sisters are the one that goes through the most pain? They're real sensitive about their age and size. All women love to be noticed and recognized. They had something that all men enjoy, but all we do is play with their heart as if it was a toy. We're the reason for their tears. We're the reason why they had so many fears. We caused them so much stress, and we always look for them to clean up our mess. Why do we treat them so cold when really they're more precious than gold? That's that piece. Oh, man, that was a beautiful piece, man. What what inspired that? Man, a lot of things melt, man. Like, I just wanted to write that for the sisters, man, so men can really understand what sisters go through in life. Man, I, I feel like, you know, the, the way you worded it, you basically, wh- what's the name of that piece again? Rose, R-O-S-E, Respect Our Sisters' Emotion. Oh, man. You have a book out? Yeah, I sure do, man. What's the name of the book, brother? It's called Poetry in Motion Presents a Way with Words. Oh, man. If anybody listen to the show while you're on hold, go on Facebook and make sure you share that you you ready to get on all verses, share peace. Get on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and let people know you you get ready to get on and share your piece so they can hear what you're doing. Right. I appreciate that, man. Hey, man. Um, Mark, what you think? Man, I thought it was awesome. So, uh, Poetry in Motion... Uh, Thank you for being on the show tonight, right? This is, this is your first time being on on All First Thursday? Yeah, first time, man. My boy Milk, you know, sent me, uh, you know, through my own text, and he said, why don't you get on this line tonight? I'm going to be on there. I said, all right, most deaf. So I'm looking out for my man Milk, you know? Well, we uh, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate your support, man. And so uh, you talked to, you know, the, the topic is feelings tonight. And, uh, you know, you said you wanted to, you know, I think you said Rose says respect our sister's emotion, right? Yes. And so clearly emotions and feelings can be synonymous. Well, tell me a little bit about uh, what your inspiration was. I know you wanted to write something for the sisters, but why did you want to write something for the sisters? Why? Yeah. Because, yeah, because, uh, you know, people need to understand that sisters go through a lot, man. You know, a man can't experience none of the pain that a woman can feel, you know, no matter how much, man, it's just, the women are everything, man. They're everything to me. And I always wanted to write this for them, you know, so people can get a clear understanding of how they feel. So that's why I wrote this piece. Okay. So let me, let me ask you this, man. Now, uh, would you, was, so was the inspiration like, was it out of hurt that somebody you saw hurt, a mother, a sister, a lover, somebody that you hurt? I mean, 
so th- let me tell you a little bit about the show. We uh we we this the purpose of this show is to help somebody heal from something that they've been dealing with that they may have been carrying around for a long time. And so you get an opportunity to be really authentic in what you saw. So so the surface is good, but if they and the conversation in between the poems is where the healing really also gets to take in. So you so the thing that's coming to you that you may not want to say, trust that this is a safe place to say it and this is the place to say it because whoever needs to hear is going to hear that message. Right. Right. So it's just, you didn't just write this this poem on, on coincidence or just just because you're a nice guy. No, no, I wrote this because right. it's something I experienced in life, you know? Okay, okay, okay. Wait, well, thank you for being on tonight, man. I'm glad. Tell us the name of your book again. It's called Poetry Emotion Presents a Way with Words. You can go on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and it's Libras.com. Okay, okay. Well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna support you with that, and we got that in our chat room going, too. For those on the, in the chat room, thank you for being there in the chat room. We got no uh, problem. Hey, Mike, man. Hold on. I love you, man. Hey, brother, hold on, man. We we got some more to come back to. Don't hang up yet. All right. All right. All right. Great, great. We're gonna open up the lines to California. California, you calling in? Your phone is on mute. Can you unmute us, Cali? Hello. Yes. How you doing? I heard you say yeah. hello. Yeah. yeah, hello. This is, uh, yeah, yeah. How's it going, uh, Brother Mark? How are you, sir? This is Coop Carey. Good, good. Who's this calling in? Uh, Coop Carey. Okay, Coopy. What's happening, brother? I'm doing well, brother. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Good. good. We got our co host, Brother Milk, on with us tonight as well. Yo, Brother Milk, how are you, sir? Appreciate the peace of the following one. Oh, no problem, man. Thank you, Thank you for appreciating that. No doubt. So uh, uh, what what do you go by, Kofi? You go by Kofi, you go by Kofi Carey. What do you go by? Um, I, I go by Kofi Carey. Um, you know, from from hanging with with my, my my friends and you know folks only from way back. You know, they just call me Kofi or whatever. But uh, yeah, I go by Kofi Carey. Okay, okay, Kofi Carey. We 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 care we care enough to call you by the name you want to go by. You got a poem for us tonight? Uh, yes, sir, I do. Yes, sir, I do. Um. Okay, well, go ahead and jump on into that piece, man. All right, I appreciate it. It's hard to get free when the government treats you like animals on safari. A nation with the ruling class focused on self-preservation uses tactics that are draconian. Posting pictures of your plight won't help you take flight from the predators of the night. Whether your politics lean left or right, the money has the power and we're left to fight for our rights. Politics from the pulpit don't always fit. You can't feel the revival when your mind is predicated to only thinking about survival. Hard to celebrate life when every child is dead on arrival. These flooded streets of pain have drowned out my smile. When you're raising yourself, you don't have time to be a child. You grow bigger but don't grow up. The traps of your past have got you stuck. Stuck up and beat down, they jacked your shine and stomped your heart out on the ground. Live by the lead, die by the lead. Folks, folks woke up at your wake telling you the things they wish they said before you were dead. Only mamas clutching dead babies cry, wondering why the light was taken out their child's eyes. Pastors preach sermons to help the healing, but the tragic loss makes the words feel like a lie. Faces on T-shirts so they ain't out of sight, out of mind. 
you got bars on the windows like you're the one doing time. Children don't play outside. Last week there was another drive-by. So much life lost, you stop asking why. Numb to the pain you carry inside. Life played out like a movie, but you can't press the wine. Life played out like a hoochie, quick to give up her behind. Every day relentless like a tide and the time. No escape from the thoughts in your mind. The weight of the world weighing on you like your soul is in a grind. You search for relief in the bag that's a dime. The feeling like nothing you ever felt, it's so sublime. You don't even notice the prison you're now inside. No visitors allowed who don't buy your lies. You're in a solitary lockdown, so no going outside. And none of this was mere circumstance. It was all by design. Invisible hands set it all in motion before your time. That's that piece. Oh, I love that piece, man. I love That made me feel like I was home. What, what area are you from? You from California or you just calling from California? Um, I'm from California. I reside in, in New York right now, but I'm from Oakland, California, from the town. So you basically writing about your life experience growing up, right? Yes, sir. I love that line that you said about uh, the prison bars being on the window, so it feel like you're not sure if you in jail. Word. What's your what's your what's your standout line for you on that whole poem? Uh, I know you love the I know you love the whole thing, but what's the thing that like when you read that you really see exactly what you're talking about? Oh, I have to say, uh, the weight of the world weighing on you like your soul is in a grind. Yeah, I love that line, too. Let me ask you one more question. No doubt. Do you have a book? Uh, no, sir. Um, I'm actually just, uh, I've been in a place where I was, kind of in, in a in a different perspective but a similar vein. I had write, was writing a long time ago and was more into performing and sharing it and I took a step away from it actually. And um it was something like, oh and so for me it it came be a thing of like, oh that's something I used to do. You know, that's something part of another life I used to live when I was younger and I was more in that space and um and I just totally left it behind until um, circumstance and I was in a group sharing and I just did a piece off the top um, inspired in the moment to do so, not really feeling, you know, so it had been so long since I had done something like that that I wasn't really sure where I would be able to pull it from. And um, it just really resonated in the moment with the people that I was sharing it with and it just reminded me that, you know, I have this, like yourself, I have this gift that, you know, I I can't ignore anymore and I can't... Uh, assume that, you know, it's something I can just keep getting back to and just keep telling myself I'm gonna get back to it. So I'm kind of in a in a reemergence and 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 getting back to it and, and writing more and, and just staying on it. Well when you stop, did the words cut off? Because I know once you start writing, you get in the zone, it's hard. It it haunts you in your sleep, it haunts you when you're driving. Did it ever stop the words coming to you that is? You know, it's not it didn't stop actually. It's um you know, I'd find myself, you know, with just a little 
wherever you're going through your day and a little something just flash through your head and, you, and like, a couple lines will pop and you're like, oh, that, and we'll tie that together, and that's a nice little word of thought. Okay. Um, but then I was just, I wouldn't really feed it. You know what I mean? I wouldn't feed into it in that moment or, like, come back to it or I'd tell myself, oh, I'll remember that later, you know, and then, of course, not. And, or I wouldn't write it down right away, and I'd just be like, okay, yeah, no, that's something I do, but uh, I'm trying to be over here with something else. Um, so I wasn't really feeding into it, but it was something that never really left. It would always, it'd always be tugging on me. It would always be, you know, be on me like, hey, hey, you know, where you at? Come back, feed me, feed me, you know, feed the passion. Right. So, right. That's the yeah. voice of God, man. You, you can't cut, go, you can't get, cut God off. <laughs> no, sir. You can't cut that off. I'm going to turn no, you sir. over to Mark. Mark, what you think, brother? <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm enjoying the interview so much. I forgot I was hosting tonight. Thanks a lot, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. No, these, those are great questions. And, you know, the, um, yeah, searching. I mean, I, I like the way that you use the words. You know, I, as you see, I forgot what they call that style of rhyme. I had a person that they called me. They said I do, like, sing song rhymes. Where I, where my rhyme, my words actually rhyme a lot. You know, and poetry takes a lot of shapes and forms. So folks don't rhyme at all. And if you're a poetry, it doesn't have to rhyme in poetry. But in particular, uh, I I personally uh, like it when it has some rhymes in it. Uh, and I like the way that you did to play with the words, with the sounds of the words, um, um, and and really the, the metaphors that I thought were really, really dynamic. So you, uh, just to give you a shout-out, you got a, uh, somebody in the, in the chat room said, man, they remember that they was, in the, they was in the space when you stood up and did a poem out. When you hadn't done it one in a while, and they were just said, I was there, and they still remember it. So it must have been a powerful, a powerful experience. How long was your break between performing and when you just started coming back a couple of weeks ago? How long was the break? Um, I'd say I, like, really seriously got away from from writing. Um, a good minute, like, like eight years. Yeah, eight years. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a good minute. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta, you know, now, uh, you know, the, the topic is fillers, and so, for what what I'm hearing you say is that you was doing something that you knew that you were really gifted at. It was a gift, and then you started feeling some type of way, right? You started feeling like, uh, and I don't want to put the words in your mouth because I don't know what you're saying. I don't know if you started feeling like you didn't want to do it no more. You just started mm. feeling like you wasn't touching the people. You started right. feeling unworthy. I don't know what what were you feeling. That uh, and we know that feelings are, are things if we allow them to be, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and we you know feelings can change just like the weather. But at that yeah. time, your feelings were were driving. But what were you feeling that would have you be breaking away for so long from something that you clearly love? Um, you know, I think it was twofold in that my background also being in performing arts and theater and dance, I was seeing that as a vehicle to, to express myself through. And so I was really more heavily invested in that. So I was dancing more and I was working at theater more. And so in, in feeling like for whatever way for myself and whatever I was telling myself in my own internal conversation that I had to make a choice between one and the other and how I was feeding one and the other, I chose to, to focus more on theater um, and dance. So I was very heavily involved in that. Um, and I think the other part as well is that, um, you know, those those artists that we look to, whether living or dead, that we 
use for inspiration and aspire to be able to communicate to the world in the way that we see them communicate to the world. Um, I just had so much reverence in the way that they were able to do what they did. I always felt mine was something I'm like, yeah, it's cool, and I do my thing with it, and, you know, some folks give me some pat on the back and give me some love with it. Um, but doubting that it really carried the weight to really be able to be words to kind of speak to the world and really, really, really be able to resonate with people. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. I love your authenticity with that. I'm going to come back to you, Koopy uh, Carey, right? Koopy Carey, I said yes, that right? Sir. Yes, Koopy Carey, I, I want you to hold on. I want to come back to you. I want to get it to a couple other callers. But no you doubt. raised some points. You raised some points. Thanks for being on, brother. You raised some points that um, around the internal conversations, you know, and, and when you still listen with the internal conversations we have. And we spent kind of the first half of the show, the first half of the hour, rather, kind of talking about what some of the feelings are and why we may have felt that way. And so for those guests that are going to come on, uh, I'd like to hear about, like, how you overcame that internal conversation, you know, uh, what was it that had you shift from feeling one way to another way? Uh, what were some tools and things that we could pass on to folks that may be stuck in their feelings or feeling some type of way to know that there's something on the other side? And so I want to open up the lines. I've got a caller. Uh, I do see you, uh, Northwest New York, and I think that's my buddy who I want to get to in a second. Just hold on one second. I've got another caller in front of you. Calling from a six four six, I think uh, from New York City. New York City is what he said. Uh, New York City, New York City. You you here? Is your phone on mute? If you try star six, if your phone's on mute, unmute your phone. Okay, I'm gonna try. We'll give you one more time. One more time. New York City, New York City. I know there's a couple of New Yorkers on. So if any of y'all that's from New York, that's got a phone number from New York, just go ahead and say something. Okay, well we'll come back to you. We'll come back to you. Hopefully you'll be you'll be able to get get the uh, mute off and come back. I'm open up to the lines for the Northwest New York. Northwest New York, you there? Yes, who's back? <laughs> who's in the house? Tell tell the audience who it is, man. Uh, the one and only, not good, not great, not wonderful, the legendary. <laughs> also, let me do a station identification, legendary, before we jump in. This is welcome to All Verse Thursday on the three-time National Poetry Award-winning POET Radio. POET stands for People of Extraordinary Talent. Tonight you got your host, Mark Christmas, co-hosted by the uh, the phenomenal, uh, the young brother, Milk, out of Atlanta. Uh, and we're glad that everybody's on the show with us. We've got some phenomenal poetry and discussion so far. And uh, Legendary, glad to have you back. Uh, it's good to be back, man. It's good to be back. How you doing, Legendary? Milk, my brother, how's it going, man? It's going pretty good, bro. Can't complain. I hear that. I hear it. Okay. So so you know the topic is feeling, right? Right. You know, we're talking mm-hmm. about you feel some kind of way. But, um, you know, I got so much I want to say to you, so I'm going to say a little bit right in the front. Then I want you to go ahead and, and do a piece for us, man. Uh, but, um, uh just to give a brief synopsis to the audience that, that haven't heard you before, Legendary is a young brother who um, who who has a uh, a wonderful gift, right, called spoken word. And he did an interview on our show some months back, uh, and he talked about how poetry saved his life. And uh, he had been dealing with some things in his personal life, uh, and cerebral palsy, and some other things that he was that he was looking at, and, and he was looking at as challenges, or even as a disability, DIS. 
And in the course of the interview, we talked around how we can take that word and, and change it from D-I-S to T-H-I-S, to disability. And uh, he's really done a phenomenal job. He's going out. He's taking on um, uh, the initiative to, to be the, the voice uh, and, and to, to carry the banner for cerebral palsy awareness. Uh, we're looking forward to hearing like really phenomenal things. He's up in Buffalo, New York, y'all. Uh, we've got some some organizations that recently have expressed some interest in, in partnering with him. So if you see him on the on the Facebook page on the Allverse Group uh, Facebook page, please go ahead and reshare him. As you know, folks that are connected in the uh, in the, in the nonprofit world, he uh, he loves to connect with them and 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 to help promote awareness for cerebral palsy. And so, Leslie, I just wanted to give you that quick shout-out, man, before you jump into your piece and let you know we appreciate you and we support you. We're right here with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and speaking of feelings, now, what I usually do is about this time I rip one and freestyle and blow everyone's head. But um, I spoke with Mark, uh, or Milk, rather, I'm sorry, and um, I'm excited because what he did was he said your freestyles are dope, so... I want to hear what you've been written, what you, you know, he wanted to hear a written piece. And the thing about me is I freestyle so frequently that people figure I don't have deep pockets. So I think tonight I'm going to reach into the pockets. Hold on. You say they figure you don't have what? Deep pockets. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Stutter. Hey. Well, I mean... It's a a crazy thing to me because, like, if my freestyles blow your mind, what, of course, what would make you think my pockets were indeed? Okay. Okay. Well, go ahead, man. There was no more need to be said. Go ahead. So this piece, um, I wrote back in 2014, um, and it's called Blinded by Me. I move within the shadows. Not that I am in darkness but that my fuel is your ignorance and how you wish I'd yield to it. The training is real lifting, my voice to the inner masters, pushing muscles past the past and exhausting, the graphic design, all within my eye. I am a warrior beyond sweat, beyond your rules, beyond scripts, screenplays, and your sing-songs of life as a secondary source. How I know you believe yourself wholeheartedly to be a primary source on mine. You won't admit that in spite of all the years gathered in your forehead veins, I batter and bruise you with my words so you rely on your slurs and preach that I'm not living. The modern word today is grind. Grind, they say. Rise to grind and grind to rise. So shall I grind you to the tr- to your true form that lies in the crevice- crevices beneath my feet? Although in that position, I understand why you fear my rise. Crowing your chest only graduates you from the heel of my from my heel to my backside. And given the position I now reside in my conscious mind, your presence you should know. Never breathe. And that's that piece. Oh man, that was ill. Let, let me let me ask you something, legendary. <laughs> when you when because you freestyle, I heard you freestyle a lot of different poems. Even the one you shared on your page, that was it was long and it was detailed. Do you ever go back and write it down and, and then add to it and make adjustments and save it for another time, or do when you freestyle it, 
that's that one time, and that's the only time that person get to hear, and the only time you get to use it. That's the question I've been wanting to ask you. I actually uh, get that a lot, actually, when I'm out in um, events and things like that. Um, they go and they tell me that I should – well, the, the first thing's first. People ask me to repeat what I said, and I want to make it clear. It's not that I don't want to repeat it, but it's hard. I can repeat the topics, but I can't repeat verbatim what I said. I just want to make that clear. Um, I do go back and think, man, that was tight. I should have written that down because while I'm up there, I can feel when maybe it was a little off and maybe like, dude, that was it. And then my last spoken word video, um, and Mark, you've seen it, mm-hmm. that was a freestyle. But I knew when I was walking up to do that particular performance, I knew I was feeling it. There are times, talk about feelings. What I did in that video was I threw the whole book out the window. I said, the heck with it, because I see people getting up you know, with their stories, and and this is not a diss to any poetic narrative, but you've got, you know, your love narratives and your, you know, how it didn't work out so great and this person was hurt and this person was that and this, that, and what have you. And in that video, um, Mark, again, you've heard for yourself, I just went off about uh, life with CP, and as this is Cerebral Palsy or Cerebral Palsy Awareness Month, you know what I mean, Palsy is playing by a whole another set of rules. You know what I mean? Cerebral palsy means brain paralysis in simple English. And so, right. And so the thing is, my mom, uh, thank goodness for the way she raised me, was that, you know, there's something wrong with your, your legs and the rest of your body, but your mind works fine. And so one day these things just come to my head, you know, Cerebral palsy means brain paralysis. So when I get up in front, one of the things, you know, well, break down legendary. You know, having courage is legendary. Poetry is legendary. Cerebral palsy, it takes a legendary spirit. That's a legendary cause, and it takes a legendary spirit to be a fighter. You know, this is past a 15-round fight. A 15-round fight was a championship fight back in the day, and I've been dealing with this past – 24, you know, past 15 rounds. This is a whole 24 years. And, of course, there are others out there in the world, many more rounds. These rounds don't end. So brain paralysis, I'm going to use these words, and I'm going to give you some paralysis. And I'm going to use my mind, and I'm going to use my gift to represent all those who feel that they are not represented out there and feel like they can't do it because of their physical limitations. When I'm up there, it's not just about me. It's the whole you know, shebang. Let, let me ask man, you that's, this. That, that's, hold on, hold on, Milk. I got to jump in on that. Hey, oh, hey, brother, thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, thank you for speaking your truth, right? And, and thank you for because I, I never knew what it meant. And so brain paralysis, when you said that, uh, it, it put me in a space that, uh, and, and I often go back to the end of the first interview we did with you here, and you talked about comparing the, yourself to X-Man. Right, and to Xavier and X-Man and how uh, you just really are gifted. Now, and I want you to know this, brother, that I, I say this from the heart, man, that um, continue to speak your truth to touch, move, and inspire others, right? Because, like, what you do is you don't give me or anybody else any god doggone out for not stepping up to the plate, right? And we talked about this, and, you know, I had Brother Koopy Kiri who's afraid internal conversation of, and we talked earlier around uh, uh, Milk was saying how he hadn't 
been doing. He'd been writing, but he hadn't been sharing it yet because he really wasn't feeling like it. And uh, I'm so glad that you that you were able to say, forget what I'm feeling, right? Forget what I'm feeling, and let me do what's here so we can get to the healing. And it's not only about you, but it's about the world, man. So so thank you for that. Thank you for that, brother, so much. Uh, let me do this. I wanna we got a bunch of callers holding on. I want to come. You're going to stay on with us, right? Oh, of course, man. This is great. All right, you, you know we're going to come back and do something fun. I want to just jump to a few more calls. Look, is that okay? Most definitely, okay. man. Great, great. I've got um, – I'm going to open up the line because I've got uh, two callers from New York that are that are open. New York, can can, can y'all hear me? Hello? Yes. Yeah. Hello? Uh, so that's two, that's two from New York, right? So, so give me yes, New York, the first one to say hello. What's your name? Mario. Um, oh, shit. Okay, well, Mario. We got Mario from New York, and who else we have from, from New York? Torres. 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 Okay. From the Bronx. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Okay, BX Boro in the building, baby. <laughs> we got two. We got BX two in the house. Two, oh, two BX goodness, representatives. Man. You know how we do, baby? Yes, yes. Okay. yes well, the BX is definitely in the building. Let me tell you this. I don't believe in coincidence, y'all. You know, I don't, have, I don't believe in coincidence. It's only divine intervention. So what we're going to do, man, we're going to do something unique just with you two brothers. We're going to keep y'all live on the phone if you don't mind. We're going to do what uh, what we normally would do is be a speed round. They usually have more than just two people together. But the way a speed round goes is, uh, for example, Mario, you'll go first, and then when you finish your piece, you're going to you'll jump right in your piece. No introduction. you just jump right into your piece. When you finish your piece, you'll say, that's that piece. And then, Torres, you'll jump in right after that, and you say it. And, uh, Torres, spell your name for the chat room. The chat room want to know how you spell your name. Oh, okay. You spell it T-A-U-R-I-U-S. Uh, T-A-U-R-I-U-S. So, Torres, that, that, yeah. Mario says that, that that's that piece. You'll jump right in. You want to introduce your poem. You just go right into it. When you finish, we'll say that's that piece, right? Then uh, we're going to have Brother Milk is going to come on and give us some feedback or jump into questions or whatever the interview like he does. So just, okay. just to give you a perspective, uh, um, when you're not talking, if you want to put your phone on mute, if you're on speakerphone, I say, come on, speakerphone, and go directly into the phone so that we can make sure that your sound quality is good and we can hear you. Okay? All right. Y'all ready? All right. You are. Okay. All right. Mario, go ahead. Kick us off, brother. Hey, yo, what is love? Love is lessons. Love is regretting that you stepped in it, only to wish that you could do it again the second. Love, it's unfetching. No beauty found to the naked eye, but for you, unfettered. Common sense fails to register in any one of your senses, and you're cool with anyone that wants to talk shit about you. You have your reasons. Now you can fan a flame or douse that fire. Either way, breathe easy, because oxygen is needed. These are the pieces that make us the unique species that need to give meaning to that longing in your soul that will never again be released into freedom. So what does love look like? Love is watching time as it passes you by without giving you the simple courtesy of saying goodbye. You lost track of your short-term goals, but it's tracked by her height. Two years, three years, four years, five. On your walls are faded lines, in your account overdraft fines, a thankless job that'll work you till you die, and this chaos somehow becomes your pride, all for her first ballet recital and that look in her eyes. You're not bound by condition, no matter how harsh. Together, she and I will brave the Sahara heat. 
We'll break any addiction no matter its reach. I'll swallow my pride despite any beef. And baby girl, you never have to apologize to me. Just do me the favor of looking in your papa's eyes, baby. And give me the gas. I need to go another mile, baby. Just smile, baby. So what does is, what is love sound like? It sounds like you who I say word to. The integrity of my bond is in the name I say verbal. You make every promise I make more personal because you taught me that love can overcome the pain the worst hurt can do. So where does this love live? It's buried six feet beneath my grief. It's the fact that my dead sister can still keep me centered. She taught me the only time to burn bridges is in December to feel her warmth on the 21st in the embers and get lost in New Eureka dreams of the her I remember. It's the sound of my son's first cry that pulled me back from the edges. The thoughts are relentless because somehow I feel better because love isn't definite. There isn't even definite. Love is the energy. It's our frames that are delicate. Take it for granted. Love is an element. Until it runs out, you won't recognize its relevance. So what does love feel like? Some say it's a heavier armor, an anchor to let you drown in your own sorrow. Shed before you suffocate only to start shedding water tomorrow. Love startles disbelief in the horror that the heart on your sleeve you let someone else borrow now you would ask for it back but it's attached to your pride so what is love about aside from sacrifice and compromise past lives star-crossed lovers that never got the chance to shine at the same time it's a glass half full of tears you cried only to drink and taste the regret that you let survive because love is more than hugs and kisses mister Mrs. and mistress, it's unhealthy reminiscence, unable to continue your mission because of a past love you continue to revisit. That's that piece. And what if is the question? What if everything you've been taught since the day you can walk and talk have been designed for you to stand still? What if I told you that right now, as we speak, people are being taught to think backwards, that our brains, which are like computers, have been invaded by hackers? We have been programmed by program and brainwashed to sitcom by sitcoms. We have lost touch with our spirit and filled the void with touchscreen objects. And until we, as a people, are able to see life and reality for what it truly is, we will never be able to escape out the fish tank we call a project. The homeless aren't the only ones begging for change. And through our absent-mindedness, we have lost the keys to life. We have replaced family value with material value. There's a war going on outside, and it is no longer in the streets or in the Middle East. It has migrated to our homes, where fathers no longer get away with mothers, no longer get along with mothers, and fathers are doing time with no time to be bothered. We have lost touch with the spirit. From the foolish to the wise, we are all one in the eyes of the Most High. That's that peace. Oh man, both of those pieces was good, man. God, Mario, do, do you have a book you're currently working on, or do you have a book out, man? I don't have a book out. I'm working on a book, and it's a, you know how like Biggie had like the Ten Crack Commandments. Yes. I got father virtues, fatherhood virtues, and I speak about what it's like to raise young men in this society dealing with, especially with all the uh, trials and tribulations my brother just said, and pretty much 
it's really geared as much as it is. It's a, it's a it's a workbook, so you don't read it and then put it away. You read it with your sons, and then you get to criticize conversations that me and my son has, and how oh, I operated, and, and how I decided to parent. And then you get to say, well, I think that he overreacted on this, or he could have handled X, Y, and Z differently. So basically, you, you basically giving some like fifty fifty laws, right? Exactly. Well, or, or like laws. the order, and, like basically, it's the art of being in this, being in the city, and knowing how to survive the traps of the world. And every poem, hey man, we every, we need that. We and every need that. And every chapter is anchored in a poem. So that way I'll tell you what my intent was initially, then I'll give you our conversation, and then you see what my artist's interpretation is and my takeaway from that. I think a lot of brothers need that because a lot of people, a lot of young brothers don't have fathers. In fact, me, myself, me growing up, I didn't have a father growing up. So I know it's a lot of young black men out there. Not even a lot of young black men, a lot of young men, period, need this. So when you think that'd be out? Maybe like uh, the end of the year, or maybe top of next year. I'm shooting for September. Oh, okay. Okay. What's the name of that book again? You gonna drop? Oh, it's called. Um, I, I I'm, I'm still playing with the title yet. I want to get oh, okay, the right okay. one. I, I need something that I could brand. You know what I'm saying? So right, I'm most definitely, to, most definitely. It, it, when it comes, it'll come. It'll come correct. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. And, and, and what's your name again? Torrey. Um, Torrey. <laughs> Okay, man, that that poem you had basically, you was just breaking down the matrix, man. Got to be, you was really breaking it down, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's like so crazy because you know, life is all like it's the way you interpret things, you know. And I feel like people out here nowadays, like so many, so much negativity has been put in front of them to 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 encourage them to to interpret life negatively, that they can't think of positive ways to even see things. They can't like life is all about like imagination. Where do you see yourself? And it's like with the circumstances that a lot of people are under, they can't really see themselves and like better situations you know so it's like a so when i deal with things i like to always let people know that you have to always be able to see yourself doing bigger and better things you know even if the situation the way that it works even when the more the situation is tough that's when you have to go the hardest to be able to imagine positive things i agree i agree 100 percent. mark what you think Man, I, I enjoy the brothers bro. man both of them uh I, 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 you hear me? I enjoyed the brothers both of them uh, I thought it was interesting. One was talking about love, and love is an energy, an element, you know, is relevant. And uh, I thought that's so powerful. Uh, and then what if? But what was interesting to me is the, the we've had we've had so far we've had all male poets, and I know we got some women that's on hold, and we have some others that are calling in. Uh, and 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 I would say you know at least half of the men have talked about women's feelings. And, and, and uh, you know, I, I would tell you that um, folks wouldn't have guessed it. That, that would be the conversation with a, a bunch of men, and they would be writing poems in honor and, uh, of the things that women are in recognition of the women and, and their emotions and the things that they go through. Uh, uh, and so I, I'd like to salute you, man, for that. I'm actually going to come back to, to that topic in a little bit. But let me do a shout-out, right? Let me do a station identification. This is Mark Christmas. I'm your host for All Verse Thursdays on the uh, three-time National Poetry Award on the POET radio. 
We've uh, we got a number of callers to, uh, that are still on hold. We're going to get to you. I promise we'll get to you. We're going to probably shorten up our questions and answers. I know this is such an interesting topic, and y'all coming with it so much. Uh, you know, I would love to go along, but I, I do want to, to be respectful of y'all time because I want to keep you coming back. Uh, so, look, what I want to do is uh, I'm going to hold off on you and me jumping in on another forum right quick, and I'm going to go more to the calls. Does that, does that work for you? Most definitely, of course. Okay, of course. So, uh, so I'm gonna, uh, New York, brother, y'all hold on. Torres, y'all hold on. And uh, brother Mario, you hold on too. We're going to come back and do something really exciting that, uh, with all the pause at the end. I'll open up the lines for Southern, Southern California. Somebody's got a phone that says Southern California. Are you with me? I am with you. Hello? Awesome. Well, we spoke up and we spoke up a woman, didn't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell the audience who this is calling in, please. Uh, my name I'm Kiyomi Carver. I'm a writer, poet, dancer, lover, really good friend, and daughter. Um, a lot of things. And uh, yeah, so I, I'm loving all the men, and I it, I felt inspired to like speak about a woman. Is that cool? I think it's beautiful. Let me just you know, Kiyomi, Kiyomi, don't be so shy. This is my sister, y'all. Uh, I love her to death. She is she is all of those things she said and more. And uh, Kiyomi is also, we want to give a shout-out before you even go. She is the writer, uh, choreographer, and uh, so I don't know what other roles you can tell us, Greg. But Love and War, y'all. Love and War was a, was a piece that she debuted here in New York a few months ago. And by popular demand, it's back. It's going to be out, uh, I think, the first next show is April 19th, and they've got a couple more. She can give us the exact dates. But Love and War, y'all in the New York area, you got to go see it. Yes, for now, tell them a little bit about Love and War right quick. Uh, it's Love and War actually it, it stays this Saturday uh, at 9 o'clock, and it is, it is an opportunity for people to love all of them, not just the great and, and um, lovely things that's happening, but the war. The war doesn't take away from, um, about, doesn't take away the worthiness. It doesn't take away of how one bad part doesn't mean the apple is rotten. It means the apple is still an apple, and it gets to be loved, and it gets to be appreciated. So mm. you really leave with knowing that nothing that happens on the outside affects all the worthiness and appreciation in the inside, and the celebration in the inside. Yeah. Okay. Well, go ahead and give them a go ahead and give us a, a piece, man. Give them a show them a little bit of what they they can expect. You know, we're talking. I just want to come back to you and talk to just a little bit more before we go to the next call after you finish your poem. Okay, uh, I'll do something quick. Um, There is a gospel here, and if you are lucky, she will purify you. I am the best kind of filthy, holy, and witchcraft. You say heathen, and I laugh like God didn't give me all this magic to hold. I am made from the best soil, planted and always becoming. You see, I've always been here. I've been set on fire for spells I couldn't explain. Hung for pigment I was born with, throat slit for speaking things into existence. You think death scares a woman who knows her spirit never leaves, who knows her kin will resurrect her when necessary. I sent my body to the Atlantic once, and I took my babies with me. I've taken my own life plenty of times, I am not afraid of you. You are not an ocean. And water stays here. And even when I am more flames than wet, I will still offer you a drink. 
I have saved and killed with these very hands, made fragments look like pretty pictures. Breaking will not feed these babies, and I don't want her to inherit my lonely because she deserves all the good parts of me. And I keep secrets right here for the blessed. She always has the best things to say, always is relevant, and this pussy is always mine. I told you that I was holy, so don't let bit knees fool you. You're not who I prayed to, but you are more than welcome to join. I can't explain this urge to hold broken bottles and shout, but I wish that a motherfucker would. I am always ready to cut and cry and dance and hold and love despite and love was passed down to keep me safe. I have women who are gone but never left looking out for me. So watch your hands and watch your mouth. I am not yours. You paid no price or ransom. You took my God and made her look nothing like me, and she has been the enemy ever since. Submissiveness was a trick that I played. God lent you her rib, and you returned it to cinder, but I am glad that you shared something with me, even if it was mine to begin with. But I would give you the rib back if you needed some. Give you this body if you wanted it. I would use my own magic to make me forget that I was magical. It wouldn't be the first time that I forgot, right? Thank you. Thank you. Was that that piece? Yeah, that was that piece. Sorry. <laughs> that piece. Okay, okay. Awesome, awesome. I was, I was, uh, I felt like I was on the edge of my seat. That was, that was really special. Uh, and, and mentally stimulated. What do you think about that, Milk? Oh, I love it, man. I love it. What What made you write it? What was the inspiration behind that? I think it, yeah, I hear you, sorry. So okay. it's the, the divinity that's always been there, but we always call it something else or call it outside of us. So I thought about what if we wrote that we've always been the woman that we've been aiming to be, that we've always had all the goods that we've been working towards, what if I've always been that woman and I just forgot that I've been using all of this magic that's been here to help me forget rather than help me flourish what's always been here? So yeah, that's the inspiration behind it. Do you think you elevated since you wrote that poem, mentally and spiritually? I I would say yes, mostly because now I open it for other, you know, this is a piece that I actually dance to and I have a group of women and it used to be just three of us, but now it's 30 so this idea that now 30 women get to be divine. Mm. So, now, so now they get to touch other women. So that's at least 60 women who get to be divine and know that they're divine. So I'm very clear when I open it up to other people to join, it it, 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 it grows away on its own. So I would say yes. So do me do me, do me this favor. This, uh, this love and war is, I thought it was phenomenal. Mark, look, I wish you was up in the New York area, man. Uh, I can't wait till she takes it on the road nationally. And clearly, that's that's going to be the next thing. Um, love and war. People, you know, they just look at the topic. They might say, "Hey, why would I want to go see that?" So, Kiyomi, just tell the audience like what they could expect. What is that about? So, love, love and war is a opportunity for two extremities to exist in one. Sometimes we think we can't be great because of this, or sometimes we feel like um, the bad holds us back, but the bad actually adds to the character and it gives us the opportunity to be with others and with ourselves 
and to carry ourselves so gracefully and mercifully and allow ourselves to be vulnerable and um, to be with our whole selves without the beat up, without the judgment, and to just be. And I feel like when we give ourselves permission, so we use poetry, we use dance, we use music, we use tears, we use everything, all kinds of art forms to be with ourselves. So you can expect from lyrical dance to hip-hop, you can hear, you can expect to hear like um, love music, soul child music and instrumentals to actually beatboxing in the background. Like you, it, it's for everyone. Everyone mm. really gets to see themselves in this piece. And they get to awesome. go home wow. They get to go home seeing themselves. Sorry, I'm getting awesome. emotional because it's... it's, it's that, hey, I, I, I saw it and I tell you, I was... Uh, <laughs> it, it, it moves me in a number of ways, uh, literally and physically. Uh, and emotionally and spiritually, the whole nine, I, was, I thought it was phenomenal. Love and War, y'all, it's, it's the battle of the heart. Love and War, the battle of the heart at the Wild Project, 195 East 3rd Street, New York City, right? Is that right? Did I get, did I get absolutely, that right? Absolutely, no. You're absolutely right, but yes. Okay. Hey, well, thank you for calling in, Kiyo. I'm going to jump. I'm going to grab a couple other callers before they go, go, go. Thank you. Thank you, you so much hey, for having if me. You, if you can still be with us, we're going to come back because i got another lady I think I want to link you with. For a yes. speed round, if you want to hold on. Okay, great. Perfect. Great. Yeah. So I got a caller from New York and a caller from Washington D.C. New York and Washington D.C. What's going on, Mar? For real? Oh, is, is manifest? Yes, man, it's manifest, bro. <laughs> okay, New York, are you with us too? New York, I got you unmuted. There's another new that, that hasn't spoken already. Another New York that hasn't spoken. Hi, Mark. It's Carrie. Hi. Hey, Carrie, are you going to do a piece or are you calling to listen in? I'm just listening. I'm just a listener. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for listening in. I'm going to put you back on mute. We're going to go to Madison. Thank you, Carrie, for joining us tonight. Yeah. Hey, hey oh, hold on. Hey, hey, Carrie. Carrie, can you come back off of mute? I got a question for you. Carrie. Uh, little, little. Yes. Yes. What, so, 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 you know. Feelings. You know, we've had a lot of men talk about feelings and, and women's feelings. And Marshall, he asked me a question in the chat room. He said, "Well, where where are the women, right? And, and how how might they feel about some of the things they hear these men talk about?" So, what? Do you have any thoughts on the show tonight? Um, I'm. I just got on like ten oh. minutes in, so I can't really. Uh, it would be okay. unfair for me to actually have a strong opinion at this point. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Manifest. Yes, sir. Okay. Welcome to the show tonight. Thanks for calling in, brother. Hey, man. It's a pleasure to be here, man. You know, hey, I support you and what you do. It's always elevating, enlightening, empowering, and uh, it's just an honor to be on with you, the rest of the brothers and the sisters that are chiming in, uh, actually expressing uh, their sentiments as well. So, hey, man, I'm just keep doing what you're doing, brother. It's, it's it's exciting, man. It's exciting to hear real men step up and uh, and speak truth to power. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Let me give a section identification. You're welcome to All Verse Thursdays, y'all. The three-time National Poetry Award winning POET Radio. POET stands for People of Extraordinary Talent, and we certainly have people of extraordinary talent with us tonight. We've got uh, me. I'm your host, Mark Christmas, a.k.a. Mark, M-A-R-C, the number four real. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Mark, M-A-R-C, the number four, R-L, uh, or Instagram at the same place. We've got also our co-host tonight, uh, Marshall Collins, but he goes by Milk. You can find him on the on Facebook under as Milk. He also 
is in the uh, Allverse uh, Facebook group where you can find them there. And we've got joining us tonight Manifest, the founder of the uh, – tell us what your organization is called there in D.C., brother. Yes, sir. Heal Humanity and uh, founder of the Universal Love Movement. So we just bring love around the world and from all parts of the world. And, 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 and we, we know that each and every person is an embodiment of love at the core of their being. So when we talk about emotions, the real emotion and I, I speak of is love and actually even goes beyond emotion. So, man, hey, it's just, uh, again, it's an honor to be on this evening, brother. You know, y'all, 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 doing, y'all doing the thing tonight. Great, great. You have a you have a piece you want to share with us tonight? Oh man, I tell you, I'm going to do something, man. I'm a. Um, here we go. All right. Speaking of love, love is a four letter word. L O V E. Love is profound. It's not a word that you can just throw around because love is a four letter word. The most misunderstood four letter word. Don't say it if you don't mean it because it gets you in trouble. You see, we trivialize love. We take the L-O-V-E out of love. Oh, I love you, baby. I just love the way you walk. I love to spend some time with you. Do you really love me? How can you say that you love somebody else if you really don't love yourself? Real love is unconditional. It's universal. Love is the rising of the sun, the blooming of a lotus. Love is saying peace and love to somebody you've never met, but you truly mean it. Love is a four-letter word, so don't say it if you don't mean it. That's that that piece? piece? That's that piece. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead, Milk. Hey, man. Speaking of love, I love that poem, man. What what inspired that brother, and also more than anything, uh, what does what made you dis, uh, call your your poet name that name that you have? Uh, Manifest Rock. Well, I was going yeah. through a fast fasting experience back in night on two thousand, and just really just purifying myself. And uh, the few books I was reading, uh, but you know when you think of metaphysics and spirituality, manifest is a word that that's pretty prominent, and so that word just kept resonating in my spirit, in my heart. And I was also reading a book uh, called uh, Egyptian Yoga, the Philosophy of Enlightenment, and I just happened to come across the uh, the science on Ra. So that manifest Ra just it was just a joke to my spirit. And I later found out that it's an it, it's uh, synonymous with Qigong. That's the art, the primary art or modality in which I I cultivate within myself and I share with the world. It's similar to Tai Chi. So Ra manifest Ra is to cultivate or to harness the energy of the, um, uh, of the infinite, um, symbolized by the sun, but it's the pervading energy throughout the universe. So Qigong is synonymous with that. It's cultivating the, the universal life force. So it's really an affirmation of, the, uh, of what I, a part, a partly of what I came to do on planet Earth. Okay, Mark. Yeah, yeah, your brother went deep on us, right? <laughs> yeah, most uh, definitely, man. Most yeah, yeah Manifest is, uh, and I go way back, some, some uh, I don't know, back in the 90s, the early 90s, late 80s. Uh, we went to Florida A&M, Florida Agriculture and Mechanical University together. Yeah, he's also one of my fraternity brothers. We're, we're proud of the Kappa Alpha Tau fraternity. Uh, and, uh, so I'm glad to know I've known, uh, we've known each other in our journeys, right? And you talk about feelings. We've, we've, we've definitely experienced some feelings together. And I'm sure that sometimes 
uh, when I was pledging, he probably felt some type of way about me as a big brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, for real, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, and, uh, and I don't, I did not have no problems with that. That's just how I did it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the manifest is, is, is my main man, and uh, he's he's. Uh, uh, we're waiting for him to come up here to New York. He's going to bring this Qigong up here, certification up to New York. And we're going to do some workshops together on energy, the art of energy. And so we're looking forward to, to putting that together. And uh, hopefully, you know, within the next 12 months, you know, you'll see that manifesting here in New York. So, Manifest, thanks for being on the show tonight, man. I appreciate you being out. Hey, man, it's a pre- it's, it's an honor. I know the brother did ask a question about what inspired me to do that piece. I would say yeah, really it's yeah. just, it's just uh, you know, love in my opinion, is the most misun- uh, misunderstood four-letter word. It's something that we've kind of trivialized to the point of we say it kind of just as a flippant description of whatever, you know what I mean? Uh, but most people attach love to something that's really temporary, something that's here one minute and gone to next. And I think it was one of you brothers that was talking about how true love goes beyond all of that. And so at the core of our being, when we actually come into this world we want love, you know what I mean? We don't know about black, white, straight, gay, up, down, um, short, tall, fat, small, whatever it is. We we cry for mama. Hey, just love me, hold me, nurture me. Let me, you know, uh, be nurtured from the breast, from the bosom of, of mom. And when dad holds us, if he's there, you know, we, we feel that. So at the core of our being, when we come into this world, we don't know anything about all this other stuff that we learn as part of the ego experience. Uh, we simply want love. So when you look at children, that's all they want. That's all they want. That's all they want to give. They they want to. So that's why they're so direct and they're so uh, transparent. And if you look at any spiritual uh, uh, text, it always talks about how we need to realign with that inner child. A child shall lead us. What does that really mean? That means the inner child within each and every one of us. That purity, that essence of who we truly are. Not just other stuff on who we think we are, but the core of who we truly are is love. And so, um, you know, it's. It, it was, you know, a little bit of that in the poem, if you will, just saying, hey, it's the most misunderstood four-letter word, and at the core of it, it's, it's, it's something beyond oftentimes what's portrayed and promoted throughout society. Mm, mm, okay. Hey, brother, well, I'm glad you, you could be on with us tonight, man. It's always an honor and a, and a privilege to have you uh, to share the same space with you, and we're always sharing the same space. We know that, that, that the, uh, the geography is, is also just well, whatever we make it. And that energy is boundless. And so thank you for, for being on the phone with us tonight. Uh, I want to do one. I got one more caller holding who hasn't called, who hasn't had a chance to get to perform yet. And then we're going to do a speed round with all the poets. So if you can hold on, man, I'd like to do that. I think it's going to be really dynamic because we've had some phenomenal poems and poets on here tonight. So if you got another piece that you want to put in for the speed round, just hold on and we'll come right back to you. So I got a caller that says 77. 77. Doesn't tell me the state of the city. It says 77. Are you all with me tonight? Yeah, this is Chicago in the house. How you doing? Chicago in the house. Welcome. Welcome, Chicago. <laughs> okay. I kind of have a short poem for you all today. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go on in with it. Go ahead. And when you finish, please say that's that piece, so we'll know. Okay. Lord, is that you? The light is so bright. I've been waiting for you, stayed up many a night, praying my plights. In this life, I've tried to live right, 
and fight off many an impulse with all my might. But this moment, the one where I'm with you, makes me content knowing that I'm among those you drew. This peacefulness and warmth envelops my being. It's all been worth it because it's you I'm seeing. Lord, my fears have been canceled, all discontentment erased. I had to keep reminding myself that one day I'd see your face. These old limbs sometimes tremble and ache. All those situations you brought me through thought I couldn't take. At the end of life, I look back contrite. Lord, is that you? The light is so bright. That's that piece. Oh, man, that's a beautiful piece, man. You can never go wrong talking about God. You can never go wrong giving glory to God. Mm-hmm. Was you in a dark place when you wrote that, or you were just always you was in a nice place when you wrote that? I, I was okay. I, I woke. I, I have a job where I work with older people now, and I go into a lot of hospitals. So, you okay. know. Hey, so, what you see? Uh, you see the transit transition of life and death. I see people that are getting ready to transition. Yes. I see the place and the mindset that they have. Let me ask you this. Is, it, is your poet name Chicago or are you calling from Chicago? <laughs> I'm calling from Chicago. <laughs> I'm Christy. What's your name again? Christy. Oh, okay. That was a nice piece. Mark, what do you think, brother? Yeah, I I, I, pre- I agree with you. I thought that it was uh, I thought it was refreshing. I kind of felt like it was like a nice, cool drink of water on a hot day. It was refreshing. Just it was a, it was a perfect, I think, transition as we as we progressed through this show and talked about feeling. Thanks, thank you so much for being on Chicago, uh, aka Christy, uh, seventy-seven. I don't even know how you got your number seventy-seven. You, know, you have to tell the other people uh, offline how you how you can customize your call-in number. Because everybody else that shows the state that they calling in from. But uh, thank you for being with us. Well, here's what I will say: is we've got um, we've got about seven points online, right? Uh, that have that have given us tonight. We've had we've heard from uh, poetry, emotion. We've heard from Koopy Curie, uh, legendary uh, Mario out of the Bronx, Boogie Down Tarius out of the Boogie Down Bronx, Kiyomi, uh who lives in, in Brooklyn but by way of California, uh, Manifest from D.C. and then Christy from Chicago. What I want to do is um, the topic has been filled, and you guys have really stayed stayed true to that topic. We've hit it from a lot of from a lot of places and, and, and aspects, and I want to do a speed round. This is, you know, we are recording the show, and what I will do is I'll tell you is I will uh, share this link uh, on the Allverse Facebook page uh, where you can go and get it and you can share it as well uh, with your folks uh, or whatever you want to do. Have you want to use it, please feel free to use it. Uh, but I've got a feeling like this last thing right here is about to be pretty outstanding. And, uh, and so I see who's still on the call. We've got Eastern Maryland, which is a poetry and motion. In a minute, I'm going to unmute the call, but this is going to be the order. We're going to do a speed round. And uh, Mario and Tori has uh, uh, showed us what it looked like, but just to give you the, the, the legend and the lineup again, you'll go, you'll jump right into your piece. You won't introduce it. You'll say your piece. When you finish, you'll say, that's that piece. That'll be the cue for the next person to come on. And when they finish, they'll say, that's that piece, and so forth until the end. And the order is going to be, it's going to be, uh, uh, and, we, you know, I want to say uh, this is All First Thursday. This is your host, Mark, for real. And we've had uh, Milk as our co-host. And he uh, he sent me a message saying, hey, man, don't don't worry about coming back to me. I want to go ahead and get some more poems from the uh, 
from the other ones that have been calling in. They've been so hot. But I'm going to add you to this list. You know, we're going to have you to close it out, close the speed round out. But we're going to go with uh, Poetry in Motion and Koofy Curry. Then we're going to go to Legendary. Then we're going to go Mario and uh, Torius and uh, uh, Manifest uh, and then Christy. And then we'll close it out with Milk, right? And so the order, once again, is Poetry in Motion, Koofy Curry, Legendary, Mario, Torius, Manifest, Christy, then Milk. So once again, jump right into your piece. I'm going to be unmuting the calls as we speak. When you finish it, you say that's that piece, and that'll be the key for the next one to join in. Lord, help me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Poetry Mode. Let me get, let me finish unmuting. Okay, she only jumped back in. So look, we're going to have, just let me get that order one more time. Eastern Maryland, which is Poetry in Motion, Kuki Curie, Legendary, Mario, Torius, Kiyomi, then Manifest, and Christy, then Milk. Okay. All right, go ahead, kick us off. Lord, help me. I'm in need of your love. I look down because I'm too afraid to look above. I feel stranded and abandoned. No one loves me anymore. I never felt this lonely before. I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. My emotions change quicker than the expressions on my face. Lord, please help me see straight because I feel myself going blind. And, Lord, please hold on to my hand because I feel myself falling way behind. Put back the love I once had. Take away the anger that makes me so mad. Lord, my heart is cold, and I need you to keep it warm. Lord, I feel myself falling into danger. Please save me from harm. I'm blessed to have someone like you by my side. As long as I have you in my life, I no longer have to hide. Lord, wipe my tears. Erase all my fears. Lord, help me to believe. That way I can achieve and be who you want me to be and not what man think of me. Lord, when I pray, I may not always know what to say, but as long as I have you in my life, I can look forward to another day. That's that peace. Love is to know what you have before it's gone want them back before they leave. Like the warm spot in the bed, they are the warm spot in your heart as the thought of them lays in your mind. Like the roots of a tree, I am buried in the rich fullness of your earth and nourished by the soil of your soul. As a seed planted in the prima terra firma from which the tree of knowledge is birthed and its fruit of wisdom springs forth. I bury my soul in yours and am reborn as my highest self. A love that lasts for all seasons, growing deeper as it reaches higher, the nexus of heaven and earth. I watch over you as the stars watch over the night, guiding your ship on the ocean of your dreams. And you are my shooting star, granting all the wishes of my heart. I wish to be the well from which your light springs forth and showers down like a golden sun dancing through the cosmic theater. Stand in center stage. Your beauty blinds me, and you are all that I can see. I need not my eyes to recognize the glorious gift that is you. I reflect your light like the moon and am made full. My heart swells like the seas, and its currents stir my soul. To love is this, a divine gift that blesses. That's that peace. When true love 
takes its true form. I don't want you to stop. I want you to think. I want you to feel me for real. And I want you to give everything you've got. I want you to love me in all forms, in all kinds of fashions, in all kinds of ways. I want you to love me in my craziest, my most insane, and even my darkest days. Because even in the darkest days, that's the true test of whether you love me or you just love the shape of my chest. Do you really love what I say to you at night? Or do you just love the pictures we take on social media where everything is all right? Going to the left and going to the right, I feel love is somewhere in sight. Whether it be from Buffalo to 716 or way down south where we used to play baseball with sticks. From the Chi-Town, from the east to the west, everywhere in the middle, including the boogie down. I need real love because we all nurture for it. Not necessarily from the breast but the real stuff that comes from somewhere deeper than what's inside my chest. That's that piece. Hey, yo, a son with no father is merely a book with no author, a main character developed by his peers and his barber. The pages are uncharted, unable to navigate the waters, seeking land by the time he's a man for him to harbor, relentless resentment, unaware how the events went. All he knows is how he was ultimately affected. For his well-being, you could have worked through the marriage. Childish fights with your wife, pale in light of his malice. He needs both parents and did nothing to deserve being a bastard. Would rather walk in his father's shadow, but in his absence, he has to be the one to cast it. His imagination holds a graphic of an ideal dad captive, a slave to that image that can never be mastered. No hands to craft it, no magic in rabbit, no one to show him how to hold the bat at his baseball practice, no one to show him how to fold the cat so he doesn't get his ass kicked, no one to point out a woman or the definition of what a good ass is, no one to share an adventure and all the things that are mannish. Mommy could try but she can't be the things that a man is. Her role is as important to provide him with balance and order. But a son with no father is merely a book with no author, a main character that feels like he has no importance, anxious to sleep just so he could be born again into a family where he is a fortune and there is a man to teach him how to fold back his foreskin and aim for the toilet. He should never feel that his author wrote a story that was pointless or regretted it was published. As the author, I look forward to reading my book out loud in public. And even when I must place him on the shelf whenever he's punished, he will never look puzzled as to where my love went. A boy to a man is no simple process. And though I don't make empty threats, nor do I make light on a promise. To my father, whose name I bear that bonds us, I see it as a label of honor. Now blessed to be able to grasp that concept and hold that as a staple of conscience. A son with a father is a book with an author that will navigate much easier through life because it has a table of contents. That's that piece. There is a home in my chest, making all the right choices, always warm in all hallways leading to life. Welcome back for men who will not stay. Couches for friends who refuse to leave. A bedroom where love dwells but not often made. Evidence of bedside how woman chose boy who's in fact a boy. How woman chose boy because there was girl in her who does not believe she is worth a man. A meditation mass to talk down to the crazy. A plant proof that I can keep something living longer. Armor disguised as affirmations on my wall and a mirror full of written reminders of what enough looks like. An AC in the window all year long. 
Rain makes AC its keyboard. I call it noise when I could call it music. I keep the AC in fear that when the seasons change, I would have no one to put it back, but I kept him in fear that when the seasons changed, I would have no one to put me back. The first I love you I ever got from a man was stitched in a scarf belonging to his mother. Trusting me with what he had left of her, I could not go to her, so he brought her to me. And it reminds me, there will be other men who will want me to meet their mother, a pasture for a bed, a contained river for a body. When you are on top of me, I am at my stillest. Still there are parts of me who would wish you would steal the parts of me that still cry out for your name. I wish I never met the woman that I've become. When you come for a drink, I throw rocks at myself, trying to convince you that I am worth falling in. You, love, are the prettiest pond. And I lay and ask God to make my lake enough for you. But I know this hurts God because she used so much magic, making me the ocean. That's that piece. The universal woman is a shining star, carrying her own light, seeking truth and higher meaning in life. She can repair religions, belief systems, and cultures, finding the beauty in each but the oneness in all. Full of vision and love for humanity, she launches her dreams into orbit, refusing to think small. She has the strength and intestinal fortitude that enables her to get up, no matter how hard she falls. This woman called the universal woman can be cautious, and it's not easy to share her space. But when she makes divine contact with the universal man, she'll always be taken to a higher place. A man lacking spiritual maturity and sincerity will cause her frustration, sending her seeking higher answers and deep into meditation. For this woman, known as the universal woman, enjoys the hot spots like Mercury before she lands on Venus to experience love. She has no fears of traveling light years and has a deep yearning to travel to dimensions high above. She refuses to revolve around the axes of anyone and just any man but will gladly evolve and form a spiritual union with the universal man. This woman, called the universal woman, is full of energy, and her curiosity demands that she looks for what lies beyond. What she desires in a relationship is a partnership, soulmate, and true spiritual bond. She does not need a satellite to spy on the universal man because telepathically their minds travel together by the speed of thought. This woman speaks loud and clear, no matter how much money, how many cars and games her love can never be bought. When they meet, the universal man and woman would take an out-of-body experience to infinity, where they would spend a seven-day, six-night stay on an island called divinity. This is the universal man, and I'm enjoying my time in this incarnation with the universal woman. That's that piece, y'all. Let us utilize our lips for thanksgiving. Come together because assembled we're beginning to utilize our minds to give accolades to God. Devil tries to hold us down so praises will be robbed. Absorbing our minds with fluff, it's time to get off your duff and stop focusing on other stuff. Prepare to address these terroristic attacks. Pass out some sadistic smacks. Open up your mouth. Aim for action. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Assault the devil for his infractions. Hit him with the Jesus is Lord. Check his reaction. Always trying to author confusion. He can paint some awesome illusions. Trying to get us to choose him. Come take your opportunity to abuse him. God said in Genesis we're allowed to bruise him. So when we take formation, we can ensue him. I've been itching to to shoot him. Say the blood of Jesus. 
Load your guns, meaningful prayers, coded in tongues, hide our affairs. God is always recruiting new soldiers, but he accepts no fakes. Want to be in his army? This is what it takes. Accept him with your heart and mind. Never let your enemy take over at any time. Repent so you won't become a casualty. Fast while you ask for more of thee. Help rescue those the devil has come to assault, falling to the wayside, failing to report. Insubordinate actions will be dealt with by higher authority. Rank is given to those when you become someone to trust. High-ranking soldiers don't let their weapons rust. They're always on the field, memorizing God's tactics. So if you sign up today, there's no way you're ready for war. God will prepare you and make you hard to the core. Rushing in might leave you debilitating scars hard to ignore. In this army, you receive no glory. It's all for our Savior, whose flesh was tore. He bled and died so you can come be free. From him, all the help I know and see. So if you're undecided on what side to choose, I want you to know you're already being used. By age 12, the devil can claim you by default. If you're not on his side, you're with the enemy. And Jesus can easily say you're no kin to me. If you choose God's army, content you will be. That's that piece. That's that Sorry. piece. Sorry, if you're home, we're waiting on you. Come on, I'm you. Submit to me to get to God, but compare me to the devil. <laughs> I want to make you go against everything you believe in on all levels. Many use my name for different levels of the game. But since I've been introduced, nothing been the same. Niggas use it when they pop and aim for ghetto fame. Zombies think of me when they squeeze on a on a vein, tapping on a arm for the perfect aim. A collaboration between an arm, needle, and vein. Kids are growing up numb from seeing the pain. From so many days of nights looking through the window pane, seeing zombies not off in the rain. Now that same kid is a little older, a little colder. He treats the world like he has a chip on his shoulder. He's standing on the block selling rock, getting cocky, violent, get a Bentley drop. On his neck, arm, and wrist, he wear rocks. He think of me when people want to jock. You can use my name for love of this game. Your love for once can't be tamed. Love make you think you need. I can make you not eat, sleep, have the strongest man or woman weak. Shit, do you have any idea what I can do to you? I can make you think every love song you hear is talking about you. Sleep up, slip up and let your girl catch you cheating. I could turn a homebody girl into a freak. Shit, ain't I deep? In relationships, when they say my name, they usually feeling the same. Years later, you still use me but can't stand to hear your ex-name. Players use my name as a last resort of game. When they're fucked up, they use full play and they use the slickest shit they can say and still can't get the pussy or you fucked up and she's on her way out. Say my name, I'll get you out, or better get in. Do it like a movie, grab a chin, lower your voice, don't laugh, mentally grin, cry, give a boo or two. <laughs> they like that shit, too. But don't say my name unless you're going to say it right, whether it's just for the tonight or for the rest of your life. I'll use your family, your friends, or even your future wife. When I get through with you, you'll feel like you've been stabbing your back through your heart with a knife. And if you don't understand that, this is love, deception, and life. That's that piece. Darius, 
Yeah. Hello? Yeah, hello? Come on, man. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. We, we got to back Yo, can you hear me? We got to put you on mute. Yo, y'all, that, those were awesome, awesome, awesome. Milk, you with me still? Yeah, I'm here, brother. Yeah, yeah. I, I stepped in because I, I, he threw me off. I stepped in because I knew you could, he didn't hear you or whatever. So yeah, I just... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. We, we, we can barely hear you. There's a lot of noise in the background when you just came in. So we we have to get you next time, man. We don't know what it was. But uh, uh, Milk, man, uh, that speed round was awesome. Uh, I want to give a, just a special shout-out uh, once my co-host, Milk. Thanks for being on with us tonight on All Birds Thursdays. This is uh, your uh, Three-time Poetry National Poetry Award running POT Radio, and I got to say, this is the hottest show on Poetry Talk Radio, y'all. There's nothing like this. There's nothing like this. I'm making the claim for it. If it is, you got to show me. Show me. I'm from Missouri. When I want you to show me, the show me state, but I'm really from Chicago. Don't believe that, y'all. Uh, but what I will say is this: that we can uh, uh, we can do it like no other. You know, we've got poets that have called in from across the world. We've had, uh, you know, several thousand folks that have listened in for us uh, over the show over the course of the episodes that we've shared. We've got All First, which is, uh, you can find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash group slash All Verse. I ask all the poets that have been on here to please go ahead and join us uh, in the group. And if, you have any, if you're not a part of the group, I also would love you to post your poems. Tori, we want to have you back on the show. I know we had some technical difficulties. And uh, we're running out of time here. Thank you for all my calls that have called in. Poetry in Motion, Koopy Koori, Legendary, uh, Mario from the Boogie Down, Torius from the Boogie Down, Kiyomi, y'all go see Love and War starting on the 19th this Saturday. Maybe I one on the 26th and another one in April, Love and War, y'all, here in New York. Christy from Chicago, and, of course, my, my co-host with the most, Milk from High Atlanta. Milk, you brought it tonight, brother. Oh, thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. You want to say any closing comments, man, before we go? I want to close this with something, but before I close this, you want to say any, any last-minute thoughts? Oh, you mean like another poem? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, is there anything just about the show? Just, you know, do you want to say you Oh, I just, I just want to say uh, thank you for everybody calling in. Uh, if you get a chance, make sure you uh, join the Facebook page uh, and uh, and make sure you promote, you, you share the link you know, basically showing your skills and showing the other poets' skills if you enjoyed this show. You know, when you when you enjoy your show, you want to make sure you share what you enjoy. So, you know, I, I think everybody did good. Everybody brought their A-game. And um, and thanks for having me on, Mark. I appreciate it, man. Oh, man, it was my pleasure. It was my pleasure. You know, the topic of tonight was feeling, and you feel some type of way. And we talked about love. We talked about feeling for others that that uh, the opposite sex. We talked about being parents. We talked about being friends, we talked about a lot of things. We talked about feeling like you're inadequate. Talking about feeling like you're a gift. I want to close this with something that's called father feeling. Uh, father feelings. Clearly, feelings for me is the ability to feel as a gift from God. And I want to say thank you for my feelings. What I want is I want to speak from a place of love, honesty, and truth. I want to be at peace within and not in conflict with my feelings. I want to be the type of father that I believe all fathers desire to be. However, we know desire and reality often are divergent paths. You know, just a brief, my story was my parents were high school sweethearts uh, back in 1968 in the middle of the Black Power Movement, Marvin Gaye in college, uh, pre-Roe versus Wade, 
Uh, my parents got together and they had a baby. That was me. They was married for a couple of years. They got divorced. My father moved to Liberia when I was about seven years old, and I didn't see him for the next 27 years. However, I saw him every day when I looked in the mirror, right? Every day when I looked in the mirror, I saw him. And after about 30 years, when I was about 30 years old, I discovered a resentment that I had that I didn't know existed, and it almost drove me crazy. And I had to learn a way to deal with those newly discovered feelings, right? And so three things that I learned in terms of dealing with feelings, y'all can take this away with you, three things that I know. One, it's not about me, right? They're either about people's judgments, their intentions, and their opinions. And with, with those three, I really have no, no control over. So it's not about me. That helped me to shift. The second thing was to let my ego get out of the way of God. Because God always knows and always has a plan for us, as we heard many of us, many people speak tonight, and to get out of the way of God. And thirdly, like, now is the time. Now is the time to get right and to get into action and to be. But I don't have to desire to be a good father because as long as I'm hoping to be a good father, that's what I continue to do is be hoping. I get to be a good father by actually doing it, so being in action. And so I'll leave you with this letter that I wrote. It was a letter from God to me, actually. It was a letter from God to me. And it said, my child. I love you so much. I loved you since before you were born. Once you were born, I experienced love in an entirely different and seemingly magical way. Instantly, you had my entire being. All the love I could muster and possibly more is what I wanted for you. That feeling has continued to grow stronger and stronger over time. Love evolved from giving to you to wanting for you to desiring for you and praying for you. My love for you beats so strong that it feels like it has become my heartbeat. Love that misses your presence and sometimes sheds tears when you are away. I never knew I could love like this. I never knew love could hurt so much. I never knew love like this, but now I do. See, my life is much more fulfilled. My purpose is much more complete. To make sure you always know, feel, and believe that your daddy loves you. Nothing or no one or no thing can ever change that fact. Child, don't let anybody tell you different. I love you as much as you need air to breathe. As much as water is wet, as much as the heavens are high above the earth, as much as the stars number the galaxies, I love you, Daddy. I dedicate this show to my daughter, Madison Ann Christmas, whose birthday is March 26th. I love you, Madison. Happy birthday, baby girl. And all of those that called in tonight to all those services, thank you so much. It's been a wonderful, wonderful show. Uh, to the chat room, you've held it down. I've been awesome. Once again, Poetry in Motion, Koopy Curry, Legendary, Mario, Torres, Kiyomi, Manifest, Christy, Milk. Y'all check them out on Facebook. Y'all check out Love and War. Y'all check out the Universal Love Movement in D.C. And uh, once again, we'll see y'all in two weeks. The next show is March 31st. The next show is in two weeks, and uh, we'll get to you, and we'll tell you all about it sometime soon on Facebook. Have a great night, y'all. That's that peace, y'all. Peace, 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 peace. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866 866- 
5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.